when you start to align yourself back into your divine design of health and well-being, of making good choices, you don't even want to reach for that stuff anymore. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Ava Johanna here. I am your host, duh, and I'm so happy to have you here today. And I hope that wherever you are in the world listening to this episode, it brings you just a little bit more juicy information to help make your life that much better. So today on the podcast, we have Christy Whitman. She is an author, a celebrity coach, a transformational leader. Her books, Quantum Success, The Art of Having It All, and Training Your Alpha Bitch have been recognized by luminaries such as Marianne Williamson, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Marcy Shimoff, Brian Tracy, Neil Donald Walsh, Abraham Hicks, and Louise Hay. Damn, that is a mouthful and I am impressed. (laughs) So in this week's episode, we talk all about vices and specifically how when we look at the vices that we reach for, we can get a really clear understanding of where we experience lack or scarcity in our life. And then also if we are reaching for advice out of a place of abundance, how we don't have to shame ourselves. So I really enjoyed having this conversation, especially as you guys know, I've had an on again, off again relationship with alcohol. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel a lot of shame for giving it up for a while and then going back and having a drink. Um, but having this conversation with Christy really made me realize that it's okay if I want to have a drink every once in a while, but where the problem comes in is if I'm reaching for that drink to fill a void or some sort of um, gap that I am not able to fulfill on my own through the practices that actually fill me from a place of abundance versus take away or deplete me in some sort of way. So anyways, I really enjoyed that part of our conversation. She offers a ton of valuable tools, you guys. She has a free offering that's a 30-day training all about our language and really how words that you wouldn't even expect are subtly dictating and showing us our beliefs and our stories and how we view the world around us. I just finished going through the 30-day training and oh my God, you guys, there's just some things, you know, that you wouldn't even expect as indicators of either you know, scarcity or lack or imposter syndrome or excuses that we might have. So it's really interesting. There's a link in the show notes for you guys to join the challenge. We talk about it a lot in this episode, so you'll hear more from her. But before we jump into the episode, I have to invite you. Yes, my dear, you are invited to my Awaken the Intuition Breath Workshop this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys, I got to be honest, I am loving all of the virtual workshops and I love being able to connect with you all from across the world. You know, I just realized that there's so many people that don't have the opportunity to come to in-person events or, um, you know, different workshops and stuff when they are happening in real time. But 
Zoom and all of these tools have really allowed us to open up this world of education and connection in a way that it wasn't before. So I'm just so grateful and so excited to be putting together these workshops for you. Um, you know, in a cor- of course, in addition to my different online courses, my Academy of Breath certification program, but this week's workshop on Wednesday is going to be so much fun because I'm going to be guiding you through ways to develop your intuition using breathwork, meditation, and journaling. And so this really is a workshop all about intuitive development, and it's going to be very juicy, very fun, and I would love to have you there. It is taking place at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, but it's also going to be recorded. So if you can't make it, but you do want to sign up ahead of time, know that you can. The link is in the show notes, and you'll be receiving a recording or a replay afterwards in addition to two bonus meditations for awakening your intuition. As someone who always was like, I want to be intuitive, I wish I was intuitive, and reached outside of myself for so many different people to tell me how to become intuitive, I have to say that the journey that I've taken in awakening my own intuition is one that was inward. And so I'm really excited to share these tools with you that are really, really easy to integrate into your daily life and don't really cost you anything to awaken your inner guru besides, of course... (laughs) enrolling in the workshop itself. So anyways, you guys, I can't wait for this week's workshop. It is at 6 p.m. on Wednesday, the 22nd. Again, the link is in the show notes for you to sign up. You'll get a replay if you're unable to make it, but I would love to have you there in real time because I'll be answering questions. We'll be meditating. We'll be breathing together. It's just going to be a really beautiful experience. And I had so much fun at my last workshop, The Breath of Business, that I did back in March. So with that being said, you guys, All of the details about our sponsors are in the show notes today. They are some of my favorite brands. And so I cannot wait for you to hear all about them. I can't wait for you to hear the conversation between Christy and I. And I'm super excited because next week we have two different episodes coming out. One of them is going to be one of my private clients who's also in my group right now. And she is so special. Shout out to Tara. I can't wait to have you on. And um, I'm really looking forward for you guys to hear that conversation as well as another really powerful interview that I have on Monday with Matt Lombardi, who is the founder of Beam CBD. You guys know I love Beam. I'm not going to get into it now, but you know I love them. And then in May, I'm really, really looking forward to re-releasing a few of my favorite episodes, a few of your favorite episodes from the last two years. I cannot believe it has almost been two years of the Alchemized Life podcast. And I'm just really excited to bring back some of my favorite guests so you can hear from them again. For those of you that have recently joined the Alchemized Life fam, you'll be hearing some of our top downloaded episodes, some of the episodes that have made the biggest impact in my life. And I just am really excited to share these episodes with all of you again. So with that being said, if you are not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button because that you will be the first one to know about when all of these episodes go live. And other than that, If anything inspires you in today's episode, please let me know. Share it up on your Instagram stories by tagging the podcast at The Alchemized Life. And if you guys have any questions or need any support from me during this time, whether it's about my workshop that's on this Wednesday, questions about this episode, or you are so interested and so ready to jump into the Academy of Breath, know that I'm always here for you via email, DM, or if you just want to head to my website. All right, you guys, I think that's it. Sending you all so much love today, and I hope that you enjoy this week's episode with Christy Whitman. Is 
So Christy, thank you so much for coming on the Alchemize Life podcast. Before we hit record, I know that I kind of like word vomited all over about like how much I love your book titles, how much I love everything that you talk about. But honestly, I'm just so grateful to be able to sit in conversation with you. And I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes. So thank you for coming on. Thank you, Ava. I really appreciate you having me. And, and it's a, a nice compliment to hear that. It's nice to know that you know the work that I'm doing makes a difference. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it definitely does make a difference. And one of the things that I wanted to kind of like dive in first, and I think this will be a great leeway for my audience to get to know you. You posted a little while ago on Instagram actually about this this idea that like you are the woman that has it all and how you weren't always that way. And you've actually suffered from various traumas and um, experiences throughout your life that have... And, you know, historically, if someone were to see that, be like, oh, well, she definitely does not have it all. And so I would love to just like start there from your journey and how you entered this space and really like the fuel behind why you teach what you teach today. Love it. Yeah. So when I was in my, I want to say mid 20s, um, I kind of, thought having it all was, you know, checking the box of all the things that I learned were, you know, like get the degree, get a job, you know, have a good career, have, have money in the bank, have your perfect body, you know, have, have all these things. And, um, for me in my mid twenties, I was living in Chicago. I was living in a brownstone with my best friend, just having the time of my life. I had, you know, worked for a wine company where I like every time, every week I had to go in with my girlfriend, we would go to like the best restaurants and, you know, get to meet the, the owners of the restaurants or the managers of the restaurants or hotels. And, you know, the company would pay for us to basically eat our way through Chicago and, you know, drink, <laughs> drink wine. Not and, a bad city, not a bad yeah, city to eat it, your way through. <laughs> exactly. So, but we had, I mean, I had, you know, my ideal body. I just, I loved like everything about my life. I mean, I, it was like, I could, I could do the checklist of like, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, but there was such a part of me that felt so deeply empty. I didn't feel fulfilled. I mean, even though I can look back now and go, God, you know, it was like, I had all those things. Right. And I still wasn't happy. And I was looking for a deeper meaning because the way I felt was like, okay, now what? You know, like, Mm -hmm. is this, is this all there is? And I found my way to California because I started dating um, a guy from my company that lived in California. I wanted to get out of the winters of Chicago. So I moved to Northern California and really with that place of feeling like I was missing something still. And uh, we ended up breaking up within a month after. Uh, moving to California. So here I am in California. I don't know anybody. Um, I have no support, no friends. Kind of went into this depression place. I gained 30 pounds. I quit my job because I couldn't stand doing it anymore. And the one person that he did introduce me to was this hairstyle, uh, was a hairstylist who happened to be a friend of, of his. And so I walked in to go get my haircut. And this woman had such a joy that came off of her that. I just I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but I knew I wanted it. And I and being as blunt as I am, sometimes we were sitting there doing the chitty chat thing, and then all of a sudden I went, "Okay, what do you do?" And she just started laughing. She knew exactly what I meant, and I'm like, "You're so different than most people. Like, what do you do?" Like, I saw it. It language back then, but it was like energy was just so amazing, and it was she was so light filled, and um, so she's telling me that she does a spiritual meditative practice. And then she, you know, teaches or studies with the meditation teacher. And I'm like, I'm going to need her number. And so I was dialing Melanie's number as I was leaving, you know, the salon. 
And within the week, I was sitting in front of Melanie at her house and she started saying things to me that literally changed my life, but it's pretty much common to people now. But it wasn't 23, 24 years ago. It wasn't the internet, all this stuff. So she said to me, you know, you create your own reality. And I went, I know that to be true. I don't know how I know that to be true, but I know that to be true. And then I was like, well, how? And she said, by your thoughts. Your thoughts are either repelling things from you or attracting things to you. And you could have things that you want or like in your life, but still uh, be unhappy because your thoughts are unlapped. And I was like, that's me. So I started paying attention to where I wasn't fulfilled and where I started paying no attention to my thoughts. And my thoughts were all on criticism of myself, of others, of God, of judgmental, you know, just super, super competitive. And it was just, I could see why I was so miserable inside of myself because I wasn't at peace. I was, mm-hmm. I was in turmoil, turmoil inside of myself. And, you know, one of the things I wrote about in the art of having it all is that you could have everything be perfect and not have that sense of inner peace like I did 25 years ago when I was living in Chicago. Or you can have everything in your life where it's like you absolutely love your life and you feel that connect contentment and that fulfillment from within. And that's really having it all. Mm-hmm. Is when you have that inner connection, connectedness, when you have that solidification of that connection, that really is having it all. Because now you're connected to all that is. Mm-hmm. And then all the forms and everything that you create come from that place. So it was around that time that I just became very diligent studying and learning about the universal laws. And now I talk about and teach and it's the basis of my teachings, um, the seven essential laws. And um, my, my book came through me at that time and I started speaking on it. When I started speaking in bookstores and churches, um, people started asking me to coach them. So I've been a coach for 19 years. Way, but I would say I was coaching before coaching was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was very woo woo. Most coaches I knew lived in their car. They were doing it part time. You know, I didn't even know it was a profession back then. Mm-hmm. And so it's been amazing to see the involvement of coaching and how you know it's become so much more professional and how more people are really embracing it and hiring coaches. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just so interesting to see both ends of it. Like what was even the like language that people used to approach you back then to ask for, was it coaching or was it mentoring? No, it was more like, can you help me? Yeah. You know, so, so people would, I remember the first time I was doing a workshop on my book, people would ask me, do you coach? And I was like, I had no frame of reference. I was like, what do you mean? Do I coach? Cause my frame like, of like reference- basketball. I know. I was like cheerleading. Like you want me to cheerleading coach? Because I used to be a cheerleading coach, you know. So I was like, "How do you know I used to coach cheer?" Right? I was like, "What?" And and why does that apply to you? No, like a life coach. I'm like, "What is that?" And and like, well, you get on a phone or get in person with someone and you walk them through processes or you know help them to get from here to there. And like, people get paid to do that. I was like, "What? Tell me more. This is crazy." And I'm like, no, just call, you know what? Here's my phone number. Call me on the phone and I'll walk you through some stuff. And I would walk them through what I understood for myself, but was energy work and help them shift their energy around a certain subject. And when they did, it was like their life just took off. Mm-hmm. And I love the process of doing it so much because it wasn't just talking. It was literally they were shifting imprints that they had about a certain subject. So they were shifting their energy, which everything is energy. 
And so that's why they were getting the results that they got because as you're giving a different energy out, you're getting give, receiving in a different energy. That's law of attraction. And so I started loving it so much. And then I started applying what I was doing in my own um, business at the time. I was a pharmaceutical rep. And when I started to apply it, it was like my numbers started... I was becoming the top sales reps in my um, industry or in my company. And people in my region were just like, what are you doing? And, and there was this one girl, Letitia... One lady, Letitia, she was like, okay, I want to know what the heck you're doing because you are just killing it right now. And I'm at the lower you know, ranks in the whole entire company. Will you coach me? And I remember she was my very first client and I charged $65 an hour. And when I told her, how, you know, I was making over $100,000 a year as a pharmaceutical rep, but to tell her $65 a session, I was like, you know? and, um, she started working with me. And in 12 weeks, she like went from one of the lowest um, ranking sales reps to one of the top 15% winning like the coveted president's trophy award and all this kind wow. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was incredible. And so yeah. other, other you know, colleagues of ours were like, what are you doing? And you know, so it was like referral after referral, people started coming to me and yeah. I, just, I just loved it. Yeah, that's incredible. And I think that just like goes to show that like, because I think that sometimes people can like listen to these conversations and be like, okay, well, coach is the only answer after I like do all of this like spiritual work, like me becoming a coach is the only answer. But it's like these principles and these things that you're learning through this conversation or through the, um, through your books, it's like, it can be applied to anything. Anything. And you can be so successful because it is that idea of like having it all already and operating in that energy without having to place having it all in the external environment. And I like resonate with your um, story so much because I did, you know, I had a prestigious job when I was like 21 years old. I had a boyfriend. I, you know, I had a happy life and I had it all on paper, but I kept feeling like I wasn't like living my life. And there was this constant state of, okay, what's next? What's next? And even as I started like venturing into spirituality and wellness and teaching yoga and like the very beginning of my journey, I still had that that mindset of, okay, well, what's next? But it wasn't until I like really started doing this energy work, really started sitting with myself, really started understanding what the interconnectedness is that I started to shift that energy from things outside of me mm-hmm. mean what that I have it all to it's actually coming from within me and it's I mean it's a world of a difference the way that I hold myself on a daily basis is so different than even how I held myself 2 years ago when I was teaching when I did have a podcast starting like it's it's wild so I'm I'm so curious to just like hear more about like what that experience has been like for you of like diving into like what interconnectedness means to you diving into your spiritual practice and how that like how that looks now compared to like at the beginning of your journey even yeah so i mean it's it's always evolved and even in the last year and a half so so my first book downloaded through me which it, it now i understand it was channeling mm-hmm. um and every single one of my books the art of having it all channeled through me within 2 weeks um, wow. so I don't, I don't go and write a book without it just literally coming through me because I, you know, I had some success with, um, the book I co-authored with, uh, with an author called Taming Your Alphabet. you know, so, so my, my, uh, literary agent was coming to me going, okay, what's your next book? And I'm like, I don't know. It hasn't been revealed to me yet. It, it literally is like a download. 
And then um, after that kind of progressed, you know, I started doing healing work because all of a sudden I'd be on a, a, a session, a teaching session with a bunch of students and my hands would go up and I would be in Montreal and this other person would be on the other side of the country and my hands would go up and wherever they needed healing on. And the person was like, did you just put your hands on my neck? And I, and they could feel what I was doing. And I'm like, yeah, and I can't put my arms down. Like something is happening where my arms are not my own. Kind of like when I was writing my books and back in uh, September, 2018, all of a sudden I started channeling who they call themselves the council. And so I will exit. (laughs) They will use my body and they will communicate through me doing healing work, answering questions. It's just amazing. So ever since I've been in you know, connection with the council, it's like I see things from a very different perspective because I know that we are all infinitely loved and adored. And anytime we are judging ourselves or criticizing ourselves or condemning ourselves or comparing ourselves to other people, we're completely out of alignment with who we really are and what really um, is breathing us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, each one of us is divinely designed to have health and well being to have success and abundance in all aspects of our life and to be able to have loving and supportive relationships. And when we connect with that part of us that literally is breathing us, that's beating our heart, and we can take time to commune with that part of us and understand that who we are as a human being is only 4% of who we really are. When you think about no matter what age you are right now, no matter what your programming has been, no matter what your successes or perceived failures or any of that history, since the morning of your birth to the time that you the age you are right now, it's only 4% of who you are. The 96% is the divine that's breathing us, that's mm-hmm. guiding us. And yeah. so when we can start to feel as it does, which is always in pure positive energy, when we can think as it does, which is always thinking about, you know, what could we create and what would be fun and what do we love and what are we appreciating and what are we grateful for? Um, that's when from a moment to moment basis, not just during a period of a 20 minute meditation, but as we're walking our dog, as we're doing an interview, as we're driving in our car, as we're shopping for groceries, as we're playing with our kids, in all of those moments, that's when we're allowed to be, or allowing ourselves to be, I should say, fully embodied with the fullness of who we really are. That's having it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. And it is just, it's this energy of love. That's, I mean, that's that's what I've just been told and shown over and over again. It's like, just show up with love. Like walk down, yeah. for me, I always like use just the visualization of like walking down the street, like you were in a Disney movie and you're singing with the birds <laughs> and just like I heart open. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's interesting because I just got back from Australia and I did a, tri- a trip by myself and I was nervous before I left that I was going to be feeling really lonely and that I would experience a lot of loneliness. And the entire time that I was there, I didn't. Nev- I never felt alone. I never felt alone. And I just feel so grateful for these practices and for the work that I've put in really over the past five or six years of really just diving into all of this. But I recognize that a lot of individuals are not at that stage yet where where there is that connection and there is that understanding that we really, this fleshy human body right now is only 4% and this experience is only 4%.
All right. Raise your hand if getting used to being at home 24-7 has resulted in finding new creative ways to stay energized and inspired. If you're wondering, I have both of my hands raised now. Okay. So although I love my morning coffee, I've always been super resistant to drinking more than one cup a day. So on the days that I've been glued to my computer or have afternoon calls, I've had to get creative. And yes, TikTok dance challenges are go-to, but I find it's not just movement that keeps me going, but what I continue to put in my body after I finish my morning coffee. So backstory, last year I did a live podcast in San Diego at an event where I met the street team for Organifi. My favorite thing about these events is getting to try new products while I'm there. And I was so stoked to try Organifi's superfood drinks. Have you tried Organifi yet? Since we've been quarantining, I have been really simplifying while ramping up my health. And what I mean by that is I want it easy, I want effective, I want minimal products on the shelf while making a bigger impact on my energy levels, my immune health, and my gut. It's super easy to get sucked into watching a TV show in the middle of the day or ending work early because I feel tired. So instead, I've been opting for Organifi's Red Juice as that midday pause to get me back into feeling good and in alignment with whatever project I'm working on. I've never really thought about combining cranberry, acai, beets, pomegranate with reishi and ginseng and how that would serve as the ultimate antioxidant and energy boost. But after researching the ingredients further, I realized that each of them work together to support your energy levels while also boosting your immune system. It's actually the coolest thing to actually take time and sit down reading through all of the ingredients, which by the way, are dairy, soy, and gluten-free, keto-friendly, and 100% vegan. Because what I found made me feel like I don't need to buy a dozen different supplements or powders and instead can use a product like the Organifi Red Juice to boost my metabolism, increase my energy levels, support my immune system, and give me super glowy skin while at it. The red juice is my favorite and you can get 15% off of your order, getting it shipped straight to your door by visiting Organifi.com forward slash alchemized. This works for any of the products though. So take a look around their website. Again, it's Organifi.com slash alchemized for 15% off of your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash alchemized for 15% off of your order. And while we are on the topic of what we put in our bodies, I got to say, I have officially joined the hype squad for Saqqara. You guys, I have wanted to try Saqqara forever. I've had major FOMO seeing friends get their Saqqara delivery, and now I'm joining the club and I will be starting my Saqqara obsession this week. I'll keep you posted on how it goes, but here's why I finally decided to try it out. So if you've never heard of Saqqara before, first and foremost, it is an organic meal delivery program based on whole food, plant-rich recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They also have supplements and herbal teas for boosting immunity, but more on that later. So the meals are fresh, ready to eat, and as someone who is opting to stay in and avoid busy, dare I say germy, grocery stores right now, I've found that Saqqara is the best alternative to my own cooking, and let's be real, probably even more nutrient-packed and delicious. Each meal is designed to boost immunity, improve energy, support gut health and digestion, and get skin glowing. Do you put that much thought into your own cooked meals? I definitely don't. And can you tell that these are the pillars of my priorities right now? I mean, hey, if I'm stuck at home all day, might as well be creating healthy habits and achieving the skin of a Greek goddess. Thank you very much. All of their meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. So you're basically creating a temple that is your body. Sign me up, sis. 
In addition to their delicious meals, Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, you should try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. And right now, Sakara is listening all of our listeners 20% off of their order when they go to sakara.com slash alchemized or enter the code alchemized at checkout. You guys join the hype squad with me. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash alchemized to get 20% off of your order. One more time for those of you in the back, it's sakara.com forward slash alchemized. How do you suggest and how do you work with your clients and in your books and, and the challenges that you do? What is the like initial peeling back point to one, recognize where we may be out of alignment and start to direct ourselves towards that um, state of love, that state of really like breathing with the connectedness of the universe? Well, people always ask me that, like, where, where do you start to start applying the universal laws? How, where do you start to start really connecting and aligning? And I always say, start with your words. And what I mean by that is that, you know, it says in the Bible that in the beginning, there was the word. Words are like our wants. And words, when you put them together, are thoughts. And thoughts thought over and over again are beliefs. And what we believe, we attract. So everything starts with our words. And I actually created a free program and I'll I'll give you the link to it. But because so many people were asking me that, like it's such a big concept to go, okay, I'm only 4% and I'm attracting my reality. Okay. There's so many parts to being a human being. Like, where do I start? And when you start focusing on what you're saying, either out loud or to yourself, and start paying attention to the things that pull down your energy and that don't feel good or make you feel constricted or make you feel separated or lonely or in lag, that's the time to know that we can then shift our language. And so I created a 30-day video program that gives a video every single day for 30 different phrases and words that we say in our society that most of us say, you'd be surprised how many you say, that literally on a daily basis, several times a day are pulling down our energy and make us feel constricted. And so what I do, I, each video talks about what the word is, why we want to change it. Because I'm a big like, why? I want to know why. What is this doing? Yeah. And then what to change it to instead. So for example, and I was just, I was just at a grocery store getting an iced tea before our interview. And I heard a woman on the phone going, well, I just can't afford it. And I was like, oh, stop. Like I just wanted to say no. So she, she was on this conversation. I can't afford How many times do people say, well, I can't do this, or I can't go on that vacation because I can't afford it, or I can't, you know, that word can't. And so anytime we, as an unlimited being connected to the pure potentiality of the universe, say the word, I can't, it limits us, it constricts us, it makes us feel bad. And so we need to look for a different word instead of, I can't stand this anymore, saying, you know what? I choose not to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. That word choose, I choose, gives us a feeling of expansion. It helps us feel free. Like we do have a choice. We're not stuck or limited. When you're saying, I can't afford something, instead of saying, I can't afford, because what you're saying, I can't afford, that affirmation is going out to the universe and is continuing to give you more situations where you can't afford. Instead of saying, I can't afford, say, that's not a financial priority for me right now. Mm -hmm. Right? So these small little tweaks of our words 
and the phrases that we say make a huge difference in how we feel and how our energy flows and what our connection is. Mm, Yes. I love that. And you know, I think the big thing for me is that like, it's, it's the energy aspect of it because sometimes, you know, I'll be like, oh, I can't do this. And, you know, you don't necessarily feel like this, like negative downward spiral from saying it once, but like on an energetic level, you are kind of just like stepping on the hose, restricting your power and your connection versus allowing yourself to be empowered and saying, you know what? I choose this. I choose that. Or it's not a priority. And so I think for anyone listening, it's like sometimes you can you can hear that and be like, oh, well, it doesn't really like necessarily mess with me that much, or it doesn't put me in a bad mood to say I can't do this or I can't do that. But like on an energetic level, the more that we repeat those phrases, the more that we tell ourselves that, the more not only that becomes our reality, but it does over time have that like compound effect effect of bringing us down. And that's what I've noticed in my own life. It's it's absolutely true. It is, and you said it beautifully. It's kinking the hose. It's it's closing off that connection because every time you say can't, you're disagreeing with the divine in you that's breathing you that says yes, you can. And here's how, and here's the possibilities, and here's the mm-hmm. potential, and all that. So anytime you're constricting yourself as a human being, we're constricting our flow and our connection with the divine. Mm-hmm. So it, it's imperative, and it's it's like those small little things all day, every day. They make a big difference. They make a huge difference. It's what do they say? It's small hinges that swing big doors. It is mm-hmm. a very big thing. So yeah. um, you can, you can have everybody go to watchyourwords.com. So it's watchyourwords as okay. in plural.com. And you can, that's my gift. You can get the free 30 um, day video series. You'll get a video every day and you'll be amazed. Like those people that stay with it and go through there after the 30 days, they're like, Oh my God, I get it now. I feel so different. And then you know, once you're paying attention to your words, it makes you more conscious and more aware of now what you're feeling, what you're thinking. And everything is energy. We are energy receivers and we're also energy transmitters. And if we are receiving energy from, you know, from the physical plane that is negative and fearful and like everything is going on in our world right now, it's like we have the um, you know, ability to be inundated all day, every day, which is negativity and fear and all that kind of stuff. And that's why it's so important to connect with our divine self that's never in a space of fear, that's always in well being and always in a place of uh, success and abundance. And, you know, being able to get in the receiving mode of that so that when we're t- what we're sending out is of a higher energy and a higher order. So that would then comes back to us via law of attraction is more of the things that we want and less of what we don't. Yeah. I mean, I feel that like so deeply right now just because of all of the craziness that's going on with, you know, the coronavirus, the elections. It's hard, especially because my mom loves watching the news. And um, I notice myself like, very frequently when that stuff comes on, start to get anxious. I start to feel like my chest close up. And I feel like in those times, I feel less connected to that higher source of energy. And so I'm curious um, if you have any suggestions because I know that there's so many uh, very highly sensitive people that listen to this po- this podcast, how to, how, to, how to stay connected even when there is that like external turmoil. Yeah. So I, I actually put out a video of the council answering a question specifically about the coronavirus. And what they were saying is that, that anytime, and, it, and it's all day, every day. I mean, it could be something we see on, even if you don't watch the news, 
right? Even if you don't watch the news, I went to my local grocery store and they're like, oh, we're not doing refills anymore because we can't take the cops and, you know, just as a precautionary. So, you know, we're doing this instead. So, you know, it could be the airline sending an email about, oh, you know, we're, we're making sure you're okay and doing this. So it's everywhere. We're being Mm -hmm. inundated. People are speaking about it. And so what they have consulted me to do, which I now do, is anytime I hear something about coronavirus or something to be fearful about, I just take a moment and I just claim that I am in divine well-being. That is my birthright. That is my divine design. That's who I am. And I just allow myself to feel the energetic flow of health and well-being. Now, we lock our doors at night, but it doesn't mean we're sitting there in our beds with guns ready to you know, hunt down someone that comes yeah. in our houses, right? But we do lock our doors out of precaution. So you know, do what you need to do. If I go on an airplane, I take wipes and I wipe down all my, you know, the area around me. I, I'm washing my hands all the time. You know, I go and get acupuncture treatments so that I'm responsible for my own immune system. I'm connecting energetically to health and well-being. These are the things that I can do and educate ourselves because everyone's freaking out because it's no worse than the flu. You know, and people are, it's like a global epidemic that people are freaking out. The people that have immune um, disorders or, you know, immune compromise, yeah, it could have a a dire effect on them. So they should probably have more precautions than someone like you or myself that are vibrating in well being. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just taking care of ourselves. But energetically, when it comes across, it's just an opportunity to let that come across and go, I'm so grateful for my health and well-being and just allow yourself to be doused with that energy and fill yourself up and just feel that like almost energizing yourself with health and well-being and feeling what that feels like to be in complete abundance of Mm well-being. And then it's like an interjection you get all day, every day to just pump up your energy. Yeah. I love that so much. I, yeah. I mean, it's just like the act of getting still and recognizing that something may have penetrated penetrated your energy and an opportunity to release it and an opportunity to get yourself back into a space of abundance. And so I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit, but still on the topic of abundance. But um, when I listened to you on another podcast, I can't for the life of me remember which one it was, (laughs) you talked about vices and really how vice, looking at vices from a place of lack or abundance. And so I thought it was so interesting because for me, one of the vices, I guess it's not really a vice, but um, one activity that I try to limit myself to and I've practiced, you know, being sober for months, months at a time, but drinking, I always come back to it. And so when I listened to you on the podcast, you shared about um, operating and asking from a space of like, why are, you, why are you reaching for this? So I'd love for you to just elaborate on that because for me, that was like a big turning point in my daily life of like, am, am I reaching for this for fulfillment for like filling a void or am I reaching for this just to like enjoy a glass of wine? And so I'd love for you to elaborate on it uh, more so than I have because I think that it is just so transformational for anybody that is dealing with any vices. Absolutely. So if any kind of impulse to do something, whether it's to drink a glass of wine or have a Cosmo with a friend or to have a cup of coffee or eat a piece of cake or you know any of those things, if it's coming from a place of, ooh, that would be fun. I would enjoy that. That feels good. And you feel like you're coming from an aligned place like, ooh, what a fun life experience. Ooh, that chocolate looks really good. I'd love to try. You know, If you're coming from that place, you're in alignment as you're about to do it. 
if you're coming from a place of, I don't feel good, I'm needing something, I'm craving something, you almost feel anxious. So I've got to have a glass of wine, or I've got to eat that donut, or I've got to have that cup of coffee, or, you know, there's something that you're feeling you're missing, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling unfulfilled, or you just don't want to feel anything because you're not feeling good. Maybe you don't even identify why you're not feeling good, but you just find yourself almost unconsciously reaching for the you know the box of cookies or you know whatever it is or the the wine the the bottle of wine when you're coming from a place of not feeling good it's a way for us to escape ourselves and it's pushing us further away from the only thing that can really fulfill us and that is our divine alignment so when you're coming from i feel so good life is awesome Ooh, it'd be fun to, you know, I'd love to, let's just go sit out on a nice patio and get a glass of wine and, and just sit and chat. And it's coming out from that connected place and you're sipping your wine and you're enjoying it. Wonderful. Nothing wrong with it, right? Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but when you're coming from, I just don't feel good. I'm, I'm anxious. I don't feel like there's something going on that needs to be addressed because no matter how much wine you drink, it's it's still going to be there when you're done drinking. No matter how much pot you smoke, it's still going to be there when you come off the high. No matter how many cookies you eat, it's still going to be there. So why not address the issue, which is really the pain body. A lot of times in women, it's the shame that they feel or the guilt that they feel or places that they're holding on to resentments or hurts or the opinions that they have about themselves, not feeling enough, not, you know, criticizing themselves. So really find inside of yourself, what is that feeling? Why are you feeling separated from your divine self? Because that's really the only wound that any of us have anyway. Mm -hmm. If we have that deep connection, there is no wound. And the wine becomes something that I get to enjoy instead of something I need to make myself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you experienced at least in your life and then also with your clients happen? Like, what What is the effect of continuing to choose those vices out of a place of misalignment and out of a place of lack? Like what what do you see start to happen repetitively when it's constantly leaning that way versus operating from a place of abundance? Well, when they're in lack and they reach for more of the stuff, so it could be like they're wanting to shop, right? It's like then they shop to the point where they can't shop anymore because their credit cards are maxed and now they're in a, um, a place of a problem or they're drinking so much that they're messing up at work. Or you know, if you're coming from lack and you're masking it with some other kind of vice, it's going to affect your abundance and your success because when you are in alignment with the divine... It if you know you have well being, you have abundance, you have success, you have loving relationships, and when someone is reaching for advice and not filling up that void or coming from that lack, it affects your well being. It affects you know like I see a lot of clients where they drink a lot of wine or alcohol, they can't sleep at night, so they feel horrible when they wake up in the morning. So they feel like got to jack themselves up with coffee. And then, you know, come the evening there, it's like a vicious cycle. They can't get enough coffee, wine, or weed, wine, you know, this, or weed and coffee and, you know, sugar. And it just is like this vicious cycle that pulls them further and further away from themselves. So they're not in as perfect health as they could be in. It affects the, it affects how their performance at work or in their company. It, it affects all aspects of their life. It affects their relationships it affects every part. But when you start to align yourself 
back into your divine design of health and well-being, of making good choices, you don't even want to reach for that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. That was my own personal experience. And that's what I've seen, you know, clients for years, like people have lost like so much weight because all of a sudden they're not reaching for that sugar anymore because every time they think of the sugar, they go to reach for the alignment. And after they connect with their alignment, they don't want the sugar anymore. So they start to lose weight. They start to their health gets better. They're feeling better. I've had um, people get off medications for um, thyroid medications and Adderall and you know uh, migraine medication because when you are in alignment, it affects every part of your being. And when you are in alignment with health, well being, and you're alignment with that energy, even things like migraine headaches that someone has had their entire life gets to be healed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're when you're coming from lack, the only thing that you can continue to create is more lack because you can't create abundance from a place of lack. It defies law. It's one of the universal laws. Yeah. And if you could at least get into a place of being satisfied where you are, releasing what's causing the pain body and get back into alignment with who you are and that's your love body, then the stuff that you're reaching for to make yourself feel better just isn't, there's no need anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, as someone who has had migraines like my entire life, it's been really interesting the using migraines as an indicator that I'm out of alignment because, you know, they got really, really bad right before I quit my job and decided to pursue teaching yoga. And then right when I quit my job, they went away completely. And then I noticed a few months after when I started picking up freelance jobs, doing similar work to what I was doing before I quit my job and took on too much on my plate, they started coming back. Or if I, you know, like a year and a half ago would drink too much, I would get a migraine and not just like a hangover, it'd be like a migraine. And so it is actually kind of cool for me because I have this like really awful kind of um, physical indicator that I'm out of alignment because my body will tell me instantly. And I'm like that sensitive that my body will tell me instantly. Right, you guys. One last quick break before we jump back into the episode with Christy. Mother's Day is coming up and I got to be honest, I'm pretty bummed that I'm not going to be hanging out with my mom and celebrating her, but I'll be celebrating from afar. And for those of you that are unable to spend the day with your mom or unable to get her a physical present, I have found the perfect present and you guys probably already know what it is. So I have been using StoryWorth for the past year as the ultimate fun and meaningful gift to get family members and relatives, especially those people that kind of already have everything and you just don't know what to get them because StoryWorth is an online platform that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Um, What I love about it is that they have preloaded questions that I really never would have thought to ask. And then you can also ask custom questions as well. And so it sends an email on a weekly basis to your family member and they fill it out. And at the end of the year, they will send you a book with every single answer compiled together and a photo that you choose to include. So I absolutely love it. It's been so fun. Like I said, I got this for my dad a year ago for Father's Day and it was so much fun um, just going through all of the different responses that he has written over the past year. So you guys, will definitely love this if you want to get closer to any family members, your mom, your dad, whoever. It's just such a great gift. And again, it's really unique. It's not just like getting a tie or anything like that. Like you're actually creating something super meaningful that is going to be a keepsake book that you get to keep in your family for life. 
So give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com forward slash alchemized. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. Again, it's an online platform. So the whole year you'll be able to send in these questions for your family member, and then they get the book shipped at the very end of the year. You'll get $10 off your first purchase by going to storyworth.com forward slash alchemized. Again, that's $10 off at storyworth.com forward slash alchemized. I'm curious, have you received messages from the council as to why these vices were put in place in these human experiences? Yeah, they're there as a tool. I mean, they're just literally it's a tool. They're there to help, you know, help us when we need it. You know, like things like weed, for example, it's, it's something that's grown in the earth. It's something that takes the edge off. Right. And it's something that can give temporary relief until someone can know what the actual, you know, real solution is for it. Mm-hmm. So these are things that, um, you know, can have the potential from when you're coming from a positive lined experience to be something enjoyable, like the chocolate or someone that's from a place of, you know, lack. They're, they're in a place of they needing the chocolate and one piece isn't going to cut it. Right. So it's, it's a tool. It's, it's things that are... Cre- everything here on planet Earth, when you think about it, everything is energy. Everything was created from a creativity, um, from creator, whether it's you know chocolate or a beautiful purse or um, a computer or any of these things. They're all tools. They're all things to help us and enjoy. Nothing's bad here as far as you know, coffee is not necessarily bad. But if you abuse it, it can be. Wine's not bad. If you abuse it, it can be. Weed's not bad. If you abuse it, it can be. You know, so these are things that are here to enjoy when you're in that alignment. And if you're not, if you're using it to make yourself feel better because you don't feel good without it, that's when it's a vice and that's when it becomes an issue because mm-hmm. you're out of alignment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just love that your approach isn't that it's either negative nor positive. It's like this tool for it's a the tool for balance. And then also I think it's like tools for us to learn how to respect ourselves and respect this human experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm curious about your like daily practice. Do you meditate daily? Like what is, what does your practice look like? Yes. So, um, I always meditate right before I go to bed in the morning or right before I go to bed, right before (laughs) I go to bed at night. Um, I'm always meditating, but for me, and I I do like when I first wake up in the morning, I am just in a place of filling myself up. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a meditation, but I, I focus on really being grateful for what I have in my life and I am always the one that wakes up first. So the first thing I do is I wake up my husband. And while I'm cuddling with my husband, I'm just giving gratitude for who he is and how much I love him and how grateful I am I have him in my life. And, and then I go upstairs to my son Maxim's room and I wake him up and I do the same thing. I cuddle up with him and you know just give gratitude that I have him in my life and all that he represents to me. And then I go to my other son, Alex, and I do that. And then I take my puppy out, who's now a year. But so I, I really am just immersed in the, you know, the four, the four of them that surround me and love me so much. And I just start my day off with love. And then, you know, I get to go into my office, which is in my house, because I get to do what I love to do. And I check some emails and then I'll go and work out and 
take care of my body physically and um, go to the gym, which I love to. And I get a lot of um, rolfing appointments, which is like, um, you know, structural uh, integration for my body. Yeah. I get a massage once a week. I get acupuncture every two weeks. So I do a lot to take care of my physical body and mm. I channel the council every single day, um, yeah. which is so amazing and expansive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I eat well and I drink lots of water and, you know, I get a lot, I get really great sleep. So I do all the things that, you know, we know we're supposed to do <laughs> to feel good. There's a reason it, it just feels good to do, but um yeah. You know, when I, when I, and I'm still human, right? So when I feel myself going into my negativity or into the places of lack, I'll do mind treatments or say affirmations, or maybe that's when I'll stop and just do a connection point of meditation. Um, but yeah, those are, those are a lot of things. And I'm always visualizing and imagining what I do want instead of what I don't want. One of my favorite things that I do do, if I, um, notice that I'm going into like negative place or I'm noticing that there's some contrast. Um, showing up during the day, I'll ask myself, okay, what do I want? Why do I want it? And I start listing out all the reasons why I want this thing, this new, you know, person in my life or this new reality or this new manifestation. And then I ask myself why I want it. And then I'll get into the essence of it. So if it's feeling more success or feeling more free, I'll spend at least 68 seconds, not maybe 90 seconds uh, marinating in that new essence. And then I'll Mm. move into my day from there. That's so fun. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it, and it's so, it's so nice to hear that because it's like, it's n- nothing fancy. It's nothing fancy. It's operating in a space of love, filling your own cup up and then being able to give from there to everyone else, everyone else in your life. I'm So I'm curious and I know that it changes every week because you work for yourself, but you've created such a successful business. And I always like to kind of highlight that being successful, having a successful business doesn't necessarily mean that you're working like 12-hour, 14-hour days and that there's a hustle and grind. So I'm curious on average about how off or how much time do you actually spend daily um, in like work mode? I want to say... Okay, well, here's the thing. I'm always in service mode. And what yeah. I mean by that is that if the council kind of knocks on me and says, okay, it's time to download or it's time to do this, I'm always willing to drop whatever and do, do that. Um, so I teach classes and I take appointments um, and I do group healing sessions throughout the day. So I might have like, you know, maybe I, I might finish with you and then have five hours and then do another class. So it's it's spread throughout the day. Um, I try not to start before nine o'clock morning and then I'll do a couple things and then take a good break. So I would say I might work four or five hours a day. But when I am doing it, it's, you know, I'm giving a lot. It's yeah. like I'm either teaching a class or I'm doing the channeling through healing sessions or I'm, you know, um, doing interviews like these. And then I might, you know, depending on the week, whatever we're launching or whatever I'm creating, I just, or just turning in a manuscript for my next book that's due out in the spring 2021. So, you know, there, there are times when I'm in kind of that mode where I'm creating. Mm-hmm where I might work a couple more hours. So I, yeah. you know, I don't work more than uh, six to eight hours a day. And yeah. I usually try to take weekends off, you know, um, unless I'm doing a workshop or something like that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've just been really honing in on lately is like, when you are in this alignment, when you are in this divine design, you actually become more magnetic and you actually don't have to do quite as much because you're just operating in the energy. And like, I love that you said you're always in service mode. Um, One of the, one of the downloads that I received last week that was so powerful was just that like service and 
being in, being in the energy of service and being in the energy of money are the same exact frequency because money is something that we give as a service of what, or we are in service of a charity or we're in service of our desires or our values. And so when we are in, in service mode, the money becomes inevitable. Um, yes. And so I thought that that was so beautiful that you shared that you're always in service mode because that's really just what I've been honing in on for myself is like, this is, this is what's important. It's not making sure that I have like the whole checklist of like the launch email and the landing page (laughs) and all of those things. It's actually just like being in alignment and knowing that I'm coming from my heart and from this place of service and going through like the, why do you want this? Um, Like I do all of that too. So I'm glad um, to hear that from you as well. Well, one of the things I write about in my latest book, Quantum Success, and that's all about work and money um, and how to apply the seven essential laws, is that if I cliff note version it for you, it's alignment and momentum. Mm -hmm. So it's creating that alignment and then taking action, taking momentum and not like overworking and doing so much momentum, right? Because it's, it's the balance between someone that does alignment work, but doesn't take any action and then on the other polar opposite scale is someone that's taking constant action with not alignment. The true, like that good, that sweet spot is really someone that is aligned with their beliefs that they are going to be successful. They feel that they're successful. They're vibrating in that place of success. They're connected. They get in that inspired action. They take that inspired action because we're the physical, we're the eyes, ears, nose, you know, feet, hands of the divine. And so we take that inspired action that's given to us from the divine counterpart or co-creative partner. And then we're the ones that write the email, get on the stage, create the email, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And we're the ones that do the action, but the action that we're doing is so much more focused and there's such a flow of energy that the result is so much greater than just doing a bunch of busy work and you know trying to take a bunch of action and not having it manifest into something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm excited to read that book. Um, I, that one stood out to me and I was like, yes, I want to do that one. Um, so I want, I'm curious with you channeling the council, was that something that you asked for or was that something that just came out of nowhere? And now you have this like beautiful divine relationship and these downloads that you receive. Well, it it definitely was a progression because like I said, all of my books were channeled and then the whole healing stuff, it got to a point where I was so open um, that I was hearing them. I could um, see pictures. It was almost like, you know, when you show kids flashcards of stuff, it was like I was getting flashcard pictures of things. And so they would give me what I called, you know, divine assignments. And so they had given me this divine assignment to create a sacred circle of light uh, group and to do it on Zoom and do it, you know, once a week so that someone gets immersion, they get comp- um, consistent energetic work. You know, life happens when well, something happens over the weekend. Have it on a Monday. You can work through it, all that kind of stuff. And so I had put that out there and had a good, I think, five women that were consistently doing it with me. And um, the last lady of t- the day, she starts asking questions. She starts talking. And where I can normally hear them really clearly, or they could tell me and I could just, my hands will go up and start doing something. Um, it felt like there was nine different people talking to me and nothing was clear. And all of a sudden, I could have sworn, I did a whole video on this and I actually show when they first came through. And the crazy thing is they came through on September 17th, which is my son's birthday, wow. which is, I didn't, even, I didn't even know this at the time until yeah. I went back and saw the video. But I thought... That, and this is what it felt like that my body flung over my chair 
And I could hear them talking and they have like almost like a British Indian type of accent and the cadence that they were talking in and the mannerisms and what they were saying, I could hear them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so then they left, I came back in and I'm crying. The ladies on the call are crying. It was just, it was incredible. And ever since then, now what happens is they come in so deep, I go out and now I don't even know what they're saying to the person. Um, When, when say that I was to channel for you and you were asking questions and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, if you were to tell me, well, the council told me this for me, it's like, it feels like a dream. Like, you know how you, mm. you wake up and you go, God, I had a dream about that, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like I kind of was there, but I wasn't. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so it, it's it's the most coolest, bizarrest, but most amazing thing. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm just grateful. I kept saying yes all along the way because now here we are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's like the, the overarching message that I... I received when I was in Australia, at least was like, just continue saying, yes, there's nothing to fear. There is nothing to fear here. It is all love. There's nothing to fear and shedding parts of yourself that you have held on to through this work of like awakening is okay because you're becoming more and more alive as the individual and the human that you've always been meant to become. And so I thought that that was like just really beautiful. My coach helped me through that as well. Just like, cause I felt a lot of, a lot of guilt come up and a lot of shame of like, Oh, if I, the more that I dive into these practices, the more that I connect, what if life as I know it isn't good enough anymore? And what if I have to like reinvent the entire wheel and that was like a big fear for me for not connecting. And I realized that that was, you know, just holding me back from being able to feel even more myself and to come alive even more. Um, and since then, it's just been so beautiful. And it is that act of just saying yes. Yeah. 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 I just think there's nothing scary about light. Yeah. But the yeah. part of us that doesn't want to change will tell us that we don't want to jump in or become more because it's scary, but there's really nothing scary about light. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So any upcoming divine assignments that we need to know about? Well, I have my, my book called the desire factor that's um, being turned in this month, actually. So it'll be coming out next year. Um, I am divinely assigned to do a a course called quantum energy mastery, which is amazing. Um, they don't like to call it a course. They call it experiment experience that every single human should, um, know how to do. And that is really to how to manage our own energy. So these are, these are the fun things that I have coming up. And I just put my, um, I've been certifying law of attraction coaches since 2008 and we just made that course evergreen. So it's more affordable for more people that want to become a law of attraction coach or life coach. And um, so that's exciting that we just launched that too. Incredible. So we're going to include links to everything in the show notes. Before you go, where can people find you? And is there anything that we can do to support your work? Oh, thank you. You're doing that already by having me on. I appreciate that. And appreciate. I, I know what it is to uh, introduce someone to your, you know, community, and I just appreciate your trust in that. So thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I would just recommend everybody goes to watchyourwords.com. That'll give you, you know, a complete program right there of where to start. And if you want to learn more, I obviously have christywhitman.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Christy. I've loved every minute of this conversation and can't wait for everyone to listen. Me too. Thank you so much, sweetie.